Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Renee May, and this is Flipping Dreams Podcast. One, two, three, four. Hello, Flipping Dreamers. Happy New Year. It is 2024, and I am here at the Alico Building in downtown Waco, Texas, and I'm super excited about this upcoming season um, with with Flipping Dreams, and it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, you're going to hear more of uh, really meet some really interesting people through interviews that are all over the world doing really fun, adventurous things, um, hoping to bring in some interviews with involving rail travel. That's something interesting that people are starting to do more of, and I really want to know more about it. There's some YouTubers out there that are doing some great footage and doing these cross-Canada trips, and um, and I've had some family and friends that have also done these type of trips. Um, so... I would love to dig into that a little bit more and what that entails with planning and um, boating, of course, is still very much for me uh, a passion and uh, hopefully going to get some different folks, whether it's sailboating or motorboating, whether it's here in the U.S. or abroad, whether it's more narrow boat or like talking to other people who have chartered narrow boats and what their experience has been like. Um, that's some stuff. Of course, RV travel is always there. That's still really growing and um, is an active area for a lot of people and very accessible for a lot of people here in the U.S. So I will be digging into that, bringing you places, talking to people, maybe RV park owners, talking about what it's been like since COVID and um because we're seeing RV parks pop up all over the place. So there's going to be that. Um, I also am going to be bringing you some stories from the road, not necessarily my stories from the road, but I have, I love reading a lot of different types of travel books, sort of travel nostalgia, travel philosophy, that sort of thing. So I'm going to bring you some of those stories, introduce you to some of those authors so that maybe if you're interested, you can pick up a book yourself. If you can't travel, you can at the very least travel in your mind through other people's stories, which I love as well. Um, and I also am going to be taking a trip myself for, uh, my birthday this year. And I am going to be going to Scotland, which is very exciting. I've been, uh, I think I've mentioned before, I've been learning one of my passions projects. I'm learning Scottish fiddle tunes from a lady in Edinburgh 
And so I will be going there to play fiddle in sessions at night with her and then going to play golf in Fife and Crail um, at a couple places that I really, really am excited to go. And so it's not, not going to be a long trip because I don't want to leave Dottie boarding too long here in the U.S., but, and I couldn't bring her with me safely. So, um, so, but it's going to be a really sweet trip. And so there will be stories I'm sure that lead up to that. There will be stories I'm sure after that, that I'll share with you. So, um, that will be something really kind of exciting. I really want to reach out to David Johns to do something on the cut, but I don't think I'm going to have enough time this trip that might have to wait till next year, but, um, we'll see who knows, who knows what might happen. Um, definitely wanted to at least visit the cut in, uh, Scotland, you can go from Edinburgh to Falkirk. Uh, and so even if I end up walking along the cut, that could be something interesting that I can bring back and share with you that experience and what it was like. So, um, so anyway, it's going to be, uh, hopefully a great year for all of us. I hope that you all are healthy and well. I hope that you're able to, um, also find, tap into some passions, tap into some dreams, uh, do something new, try something out, just above all, stay curious about the world around us. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to, to sharing all of this with you and, and taking these trips with you. So, um, and again, grateful to have uh, rogue media network to be, um, helping and produce this podcast and helping to get, uh, these stories and these conversations um, out to a wider audience. So it's, yeah. And if you all come to Waco, definitely come uh, to the Alico building and come downtown and, and check out all things. Waco is, is transforming constantly. There's a lot of stuff happening. And those are some stories that I might be able to share with you as well um, as we go along this season. So, all right. So that's my uh, kicking off 2024 and, um, for this first episode for 2024, I am bringing you Tessa Terry, who is an amazing designer with Alchemy RV Renovations. And we were connected. I freelance write some articles for RV Inspiration uh, magazine. It's uh, Heath and Alyssa Paget. It's one of their uh, passion projects that they do where they share people's listings of RVs and also renovations and also tips on renovating if you want to do it yourself. Um, and so I had covered an RV that was renovated by Tessa in a magazine and I'll share the link to that. And that RV may still be available for sale. So if you're interested, you can definitely check out, um, and there's links to reach out to the owner, but, um, in the conversations with Tessa talking about this renovation, I just was um, so amazed. I mean, her detail, her attention to detail, her design aesthetic, um, and, and also making it very practical and usable for RVs. It's like she designed this gorgeous, glamorous, Gatsby-like Art Deco design, but it was in an RV that's completely functional, travel-worthy, ready, lightweight, um, and just, you know, eat with kids can be in there, dogs, pets, whatever, and still having that really gorgeous aesthetic. Um, so I, I wanted to hear a little bit more about her process and what she does. So um, that's who you're going to meet today. We had a lovely chat about that, about 
um, design, the importance of design, and her philosophy behind her renovations, and how, if you're interested, you can also reach out to her for consultation, for design consultation, um, and or even hiring her to completely renovate your own RV. So I uh, hope you enjoy this, this conversation. I hope it inspires you to uh, do something new, design something, you know, maybe change some paint, change some light fixtures, make something new for this year for yourself um, and give yourself a treat. So I hope you enjoy. And again, uh, you are listening to Flipping Dreams. For my listeners, um, I wanted to share with them like how um, we met or we're meet. <laughs> we first got introduced yeah. through RV Inspiration, right. the magazine, and I was covering an RV that you had renovated beautifully. Um and in our conversations and in also like some of the other RVs that I look at about renovations, I just, I was really like amazed by the level of detail, like all of your little details, mm -hmm. everything that had gone into your renovation, all the thoughtfulness through it. And, um, and so I really wanted to kind of dig into this, but I wanted to start from the viewpoint of like your journey into this, because it, it's really interesting how you even ended up doing these RV renovations. So I'd love to just hear yeah. your story of how you got into this. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you want me to get started right now or yeah. are you going to? Yeah. No. Good? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I have, I have home renovation background. Um, even from a little kid, I grew up with my parents always buying fixer uppers. Um, so I literally didn't know what it was like to buy a brand new house and just move in. Oh, uh, we always gutted it and, and stuff like that. So, um, they also owned a Victorian lampshade company. So I worked around design all the time. That was like my whole life. I worked with my mom selling to designers, um, like our shades that I've made are in Disney world and in Paris hotels and New York city restaurants. So I grew up seeing other people's designs and, um, that was always really inspirational to me. Um, but as far as the campers, um, it was, it was such a, on a whim decision. Um, my husband and I, when we moved to South Carolina, we did live in a tiny house for a while. So I had that specifically, um, you know, that experience. But in 2021, I found a camper for sale online and um, I went to go look at it and I just, I designed it in my head. I re-envisioned the space and I, I really pictured this high-end home-like space, but still able to travel. And um, I, I bought that camper. Um, six months later, I had it finished and within 24 hours, it was sold and I just dove in head first. Um, my husband quit his nine to five job that he had at the time. And I've been doing this ever since. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And so that was, I'm sorry, what year was that again? It was 20 2021. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So have you found, um, like since that time, how many, how many RVs have you renovated since that time? I have, so I do two different things. I do custom jobs for people and then I buy my own, design them myself and sell them similar to flipping homes. I've done five of my own. And I've done uh, three or four custom jobs uh, for other people with their rigs. That is so cool. Which yeah. is it, do you find it difficult sometimes to work with other people and, and to, to work their vision to, to have, to make their vision yeah. a reality or? Yeah, for sure. Um, the first one, the first job that I did custom, I just didn't have experience working with people. I didn't know. I didn't really have it organized, set up to do that. So it was definitely a learning process. I think right now at this point in my design career, typically people who come to me already like kind of my style. 
So um, if they're doing, if they want to do something that's totally different from my norm, um, I offer design consultations and I help them with that. But I try to stick to what I'm really good at. So that way I can give them the best quality renovation. That's really, that makes a lot of sense. That's really smart. Yeah. Um, and your design and your style is, is you have a gorgeous aesthetic. Um, I don't know how the RV that I, that we covered in RV Inspiration Magazine, um, I don't know how many in that was for you. Like, I don't know how many. Uh, yeah, I think that was number three for okay. me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, and I'll include a link to that in the, in the show notes, but for, for listeners in, she took a, oh God, now I've got to remember details, but she took a trailer that was like 20 something feet, I think maybe. It was like right at around 30, 31, okay. something like that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she completely transformed the inside to look like a Gatsby, something out of the Gatsby, like art deco era and made it look seem so palatial. I mean, just the, the images, all of the details, the lighting, the wallpaper, the um, just, I mean, there were so many little details that, um, but, but I think what's really interesting because a lot of people do renovations and of course I have a, an RV background, so I know the importance of right. weight, right? And, you, and the importance of, yep. you want things to be able to travel. And that's something that you really addressed. You kept, you know, you, you chose materials and objects that weren't going to add too much weight. And you also like, for instance, the light that was hanging um, in the kitchen over the island. Over the yeah, making mm-hmm. sure that it was going to be stable enough during travel and it wasn't going to swing or break anything or, and so, um, yeah, I just found, so yeah. Um, I love all those details. I would love to hear what, do you have a favorite RV? Do I have a favorite? So, so I, I do, and it's actually not even, I don't even have pictures of it, the whole thing yet, because it'll be for sale in two weeks. And this has been a, passion project of mine. I have put everything that you've seen in the former renovations into this one and more. Um, it's a Cedar Creek fifth wheel. So it's huge. I mean, I'm talking like wrapped around kitchen Island. There's king size bed. You know, you have a walk-in closet. There's actually a, a bench in the closet that you can fit like three people sitting down. It's huge. Wow. It's the coolest thing. So, um, so that one I'm, I'm really excited about. Um, I love working with fifth wheels just because of the height it feels like such a home inside, you know, I mean, it's like taller than my house. So those are really cool. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I love everything I've done in the past, but it's cool to learn from it and just build on it. And it's getting uh, more exciting. Everyone that I'm getting done. I cannot wait to see it. I'm like super excited. Yeah. Um, because Tessa also like, um, I know you, you use such a different, you know, a whole different range of, colors and, um, textures and just the way you pull, but everything pulls together in this beautiful, cohesive design. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love to hear, maybe tell me a bit about your process. Like when you like, so you find, let's say you find an an RV and then do you Mm -hmm. like have like a, an, a, a book or that, do you draw drawings? Do you like what, how, how does it, how does your, you know, how do you come up with your vision for the transformation? How does it come out? Yeah. So, um, I hear a lot of interior designer, um, things saying you have to know how to sketch. You have to be great at that. I 
do not draw. I cannot sketch. I mean, I look like I do draw for myself, but no one else would see it because it looks like a five-year-old. <laughs> um, so for me, my, my design process starts in my head. Um, and I've been doing that ever since I've been little, I can walk into a room and I literally just start doing it in my head. Um, so to get that out onto paper is, is a process. Um, but for me, you know, it takes usually a solid couple weeks of just design time, um, for the renovation. And then, you know, as you go along, you tweak things and change things. Um, cause especially in small spaces like that, especially the spaces you have to worry about weight and, and everything. I mean, yeah, you're always constantly changing and doing things, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a long process. And then there's also times when I found something a year ago and I knew I wanted to incorporate it eventually. And I just hang on to those things and work them in when the time's right. So it's, it's not just like one sit down moment for me, but it's really a process. Do you go through a lot of like lookbooks and things to like gather images or ideas that you kind of store away? for, for those moments and pull them together? Or is it just really just all in your head mostly? No, I mean, I do that too, for sure. I love books. Um, I have a big bookcase at my home and I, I have a lot of interior design books. Um, again, even like I still make, I help my parents with the lampshade business too. So I see, uh, uh, designers work there, but yeah, I mean, I'm a total, I love Pinterest and stuff like that. I'm looking on there all the time. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, was there any part of, uh, any of your renovations that like were particularly difficult or maybe you're like, uh, maybe I won't try to do this again. (laughs) 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 Uh, well, let's see, you know, I, I, I've answered question before of like, what was the hardest thing about one of my renovations? And I really can't think of like one particular thing that's hard. I think it's the, the constant, changing of every rig there's something new that comes up that you have to learn um you know I knew how to change a light fixture in a house but when I bought my first RV I had to relearn that because it's wired differently um the flooring is going to be different the painting is different from painting a, a home kitchen so it's like I think that's what makes it kind of difficult but also fun um you're just you have to learn new ways and sometimes it's going to be trial and error Um, but you just have to go with it, you know? Yeah. I found that interesting. I was reading in your website about that, that, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you, it's like you literally had to relearn your skills and, uh, in a different way. And I think that, you know, that's probably one of the reasons that your aesthetic and your design works and, and just looks like it fits so well because you're actually doing it for the RV versus like other people that might be doing like home-like renovations with, regular wood or tools, but it ends up kind of looking out of place. And, you know, I feel like your designs just look you walk in, you're like, Oh, of course it should look like this. This is, you know, (laughs) well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's tricky working with small spaces. Um, you do have to consider making things feel bigger without overcrowding, but you also don't want to go too bare. Um, you know, I, I've always been a firm believer that you don't have to sacrifice practicality for good design. Um, and a lot of people look at my, my rig, some people, and they think like, Oh, I'm going to make that dirty. It's too much to handle. And, you know, I, I take into consideration that and practicality is like forefront of all my designs. So like, for example, I'll get sofas that are stain resistant. I get um, luxury vinyl flooring. That's super easy to clean. The paint job makes a big difference. My paint jobs are 
very professionally done to where, you know, if you mark something, you can wash it off the wall and, you know, clean it. So I, I think of um, things like storage and cleaning and, you know, practicality. And if you don't have that, um, you know, it's a fun space to look at, but it's not very fun to have. So I try to make sure that all my renos are are practical too, as well as beautiful. Yeah, that makes so much sense because the thing is most people who have RVs that travel, they're A, they're traveling most of the time. Yeah. They, most most of them probably have kids <laughs> and, yeah. and it's supposed to be this fun. Or yeah, or pets yeah. or both. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, you know, this is a, it's a way for them to go and explore and be together and be outdoors. But also, like, I love the idea that you don't have to sacrifice style doing that. You don't have right. to, you know, camping can look a, like a lot of different things for different people. Um, Definitely. And, and I also like the idea that um, so you know, many of the RVs that, you know, let's face it, the design and the interior isn't always great, right? And it all looks kind mm -hmm. of the same depending on which rig you get or what brand you're buying into. It's kind of the similar patterns and colors and palette, all of that. So mm -hmm. I love the idea of um, folks being able to have more of self-expression. And I kind yeah. of wonder if that's something, did you find that you felt like that was something important for you to, as well as you were like thinking through your designs or thinking through the process? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm not, I wasn't an RV person. I would never buy one before because I love design and I love, you know, making things look pretty and they were all so standard and dark and brown and yeah, I wasn't a fan of them. And that's kind of what inspired me to get into this. And I think it opens up a whole new opportunity for people, especially like with my age, being a millennial. I mean, you know, I got lucky in buying my first house before houses spiked so much. But nowadays, I mean, prices are so much, it's hard to buy a house, much less invest in real estate. And I, I'm creating these at really reasonable prices so that you can also use them as a way of income. You can use them for Airbnb. You could rent them out. It could be a mother-in-law's quarters, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of of pluses to making them a home-like space as opposed to looking like a camper. That's so cool. I love that. And I feel like that gives people so much more freedom because it is yeah. such a weird time right now. And sure. home, home yeah. means a lot of different things to people. Yeah. It, it looks yeah. different uh, in a lot of ways. And um, being able to take and transform a space like that to make it feel like you're rich, but yeah. not, but not, it costs that much money. Exactly. <laughs> like, is amazing. Yeah, but but and and not just like look like it, but the quality is still there. So everything I put in is high quality. It's what you find in a big house, but you're working with a smaller space and it's more affordable. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Talk to me about like it. So you're actively um, having clients and and helping guide cl clients as well as your own major projects that you're doing. Um, right. Let, talk to me a bit about that or like if someone was interested in contacting you about doing something in their rig or wanting to get your yeah. advice and yeah. Yeah, totally. So I do two different types of things for people. I have a lot of people who contact me from West Coast who can't bring their rigs to me because I'm in South Carolina. And um, for those people, I do design consultations. Um, and I mean, I do those for everyone anywhere who wants one. But um, yeah, they usually last like an hour and a half and it's very personalized to them. Um, if they're doing a full-blown reno, I help them. I teach them my um, processes that I do. And uh, I also help them source things. 
So it's just kind of very personal to the person, what they need. And I try to help them as best I can. Um, and then, yeah, I also have people bring their rigs to me and I, I do a full blown renovation for them. So, um, for that, typically people contact me through, you know, I have Instagram and my website and, um, right now that's the main two, uh, ways that people are contacting me through. Um, if you're doing, you're doing most of this work yourself, Mm -hmm. do you ever see a period of time where this is going to get too large and you're going to need to hire people or do you have a vision Uh, for like where you want to go or yeah now now is the time when I need to hire people (laughs) I have gotten to that point um I love that I've done this by myself up to this point because now I know what I'm doing Uh, I'm not going into a space and just you know winging it um so I feel confident but definitely yes I I am actually this year looking to expand to actually hire on people and have help to get this going faster. Cause I, I really can't keep up. I, I turned down a lot of custom jobs just because of time. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, definitely. And then, you know, social media, I'm not great at, and that's a whole nother job in itself. So having someone to help with that would be, would be cool. So that's all stuff I'm looking into. That's awesome. Yeah. I have the same, I'm really not great at social media. I know it's important, but it, it is a job. It's its own job. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. So maybe we'll both find someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you find someone, let me know. <laughs> I will. I will for sure. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that, that is a skill that like, um, generations and future generations, I'm sure this is going to be like, you're going to major in school for just social media. It's not even going to be oh, yeah. communications. It's going to be actual, just social media techniques. And for sure. Yeah. 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 And see, I do, with the consultations, with the business itself, I also do all my own photography. I do all my own um, marketing. When I do have something for sale, I'm the one doing all the showings. And then, you know, I have two kids and I have, we homeschool them and I have a whole family life too. So it just, it's a lot. Um, You have to, I have to be very aware of burnout and making sure that I'm taking care of myself physically and mentally. And then you go from there and and give it your best. hundred percent. But also like what, what an amazing role model you are for your kids because they're seeing like this generational, like your parents and then you, and then they're probably going to grow up wanting to do design or do, be entrepreneurial as well, which is yeah. really neat. I love Would that. that. be cool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. No, I, I love that. I, I mean, it means the world to me what I saw growing up. So it's, it's important what, what children see, you know? Absolutely. Do you think that you yeah. will stay in the RV uh, arena or are you – branch thinking you would branch out to tiny homes or do yeah i i think my my big goals for way in the future um have never been tiny i mean i would love to just flip flip homes and do this on a big scale um design wise but for now for the foreseeable future i'm not planning on getting out of the rvs anytime soon i love what i'm doing and um it keeps me busy for sure and i love that i get to work from home still um technically because i'm on my property so, um, yeah, I, I love what I'm doing right now. That's so cool. It sounds like just, yeah. I won't say perfect because I don't like the word perfect, uh, ideal yeah. life yeah. that you've built. Ideal. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. And, and we love, we love traveling too. So it's nice to be able to get to do that and still be running the business. And, you know, when I do custom jobs and stuff, I have planned times for those spots. So I kind of can plan out my year a little bit better than than just freelancing it, you know? That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, okay. Um, please share with listeners if they, 
um, want to reach out to you with questions, if they're wanting to buy one of your rigs that you've completely flipped, um, how can they best reach out to you? Um, so my website is alchemyrvrenovations.com. Um, I post everything that I have done and I have up for sale on the website. Um, design consultation form is on the website as well. That will be updated um, when I have this new rig coming up for sale. So you can see all that on the website. And then if you want to kind of follow along at what I'm doing on a regular basis, see some before and afters, tutorials, all that stuff, that's my Instagram, which is also Alchemy RV Renovations. That's awesome. And why Alchemy? Well, The Alchemist is one of my most favorite books, for one. Um, but also because alchemy is, you know, the act of turning turning a plain metal into gold. And that's that was really fitting for my business because I feel like these spaces were plain, but they had so much potential. And so my goal is to turn them into something unexpected, um, something that feels like a home. And I, I feel like alchemy uh, really embodied that vision. I love that. And I love the quote at, um, on your site about men on the moon and that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I said, if, if, if uh, men could go to the moon, the stuff on earth is cake. I used to tell that to myself when I was a kid, like tiny little kid. And that just, I don't know. It made everything feel possible. You know, when you don't have that foundation of fear of failure, there's nothing stopping you. Oh, I need an injection of that. <laughs> we all do. Or just, <laughs> Even if you know it, you still need it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good reminder. Sure. Put that put that up somewhere in my house to yeah. remind me. <laughs> I'll make little I'll make little magnets. <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah, I should. <laughs> Stick them in the RVs. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. This is like um it's really fun. I think that uh for me, what I love about design, and I think a lot of people agree with this, that that do design, that people, you know, there's a reason why Magnolia and Fixer Up, or there's a reason why all these shows are so popular, because there's something really magical about uh, transforming spaces, about making them feel like home. I think having a home, feeling home is something that we all, you know, like, you know, want to have. And it's sure. always, and it's not always easy to have that, you know, especially in this world, yeah. it can be stressful and disjointed. And it's so being able to really like carve that out and, you know, help people do that. Um, while also still exploring and adventuring, because right. I think that like, there's something really awesome about travel. And that's, you know, my whole podcast is all about, you know, people traveling, even if it's just with a book, even if they're yeah. not actually going somewhere physically, but um, just yeah. staying curious and, and, and finding little adventures every day. So, For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I'll share all the links in the description to the podcast and share it out. And um, I wish you s tremendous success this year for this new year and hope you find some thank people to help so you can continue to transform other people's lives uh, as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on here. I was so excited about it and I loved it. I had so much fun. Awesome. Thank you, Tessa. Appreciate it. You can find Flipping Dreams Podcast anywhere you love to listen to podcasts, or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. You can also find me on my social media, Facebook at Heather Renee May, on Instagram at underscore everyday is May, or on my website at Heather Renee May 
heatherreemay.com. That's Heather, R-E-N-E-E-M-A-Y.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network 